0: While you turn, I'm going to say a quick prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the privilege to stand up here today, Lord. Lord, I ask that you touch me and give me the power to speak the truth, Lord. Lord, and you take all the nerves away, Lord, Lord I ask that you open the hearts and the ears of those listeners. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. It says again, The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people, and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon the land, if the people of the land take a man of their coasts, and set him there for their watchman." If when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet, and warn the people, then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet, and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, and took not warning, his blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword come, and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, if the sword come, and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set the watchman a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, If thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it. If he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Now, in verses one through six, God first explains the analogy of a watchman and his duties. Then in verse seven through eleven, God applies The image of of his watchman, and are to relay God's message to warn people to repent of their sins or face dire consequences. Now, in verses 1 through 6, God is using the analogy of a watchman, and a watchman in these days, everyone would know what that was because everyone's out and about doing their daily chores. Their daily tasks. And when the watchman is out doing his duty, and he sees it afar, maybe the dust of an army, he's going to blow that trumpet, and the people of Mintz is going to come into the city, into the walls, to seek shelter. They're safe behind those walls. But the ones who don't, they hear the trumpet but they continue in their ways. The sword is going to take them. It says God tells Ezekiel here that if you tell and warn the wicked to turn from their their wicked ways and they do not, then their blood is in their hands. But if you don't tell and warn them, when they die, their blood shall be in your hands. God uses the image of a watchman to describe the responsibility to the Old Testament prophet Ezekiel. But it's also very fitting that God can use the same image to describe our responsibilities as born-again gospel messengers. You know, it's not just a call for preachers to warn others. God has called all his children to spread the gospel and to warn others. We are all watchmen. Now, I have four points on how to be a watchman. And before I get to my points, the first thing's first. We need to be saved ourselves. Especially if we are trying, if we begin to try to lead others to Christ. We are also not just watchmen for the lost, but for our brethren too. Just make sure your heart is right before attempting or to adjust others. Jesus stated in Matthew 7 3 through 4, And why beholdest thou? The mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out thy mote of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Church, make sure your heart is right. Jesus, in the next verse, calls a hypocrite. But on to my first point. The watchman's duty. See, I've broken down his duty into four sections. In section A, it says, we need to receive the word. In First Thessalonians 2.13, it says, for this cause also... Thank we God without ceasing, Because when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of man, but as it is in truth, the word of God which effectually worketh also in you that believeth. And B we need to study the word. In second 2 Timothy two fifteen it says. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly divided. The word of truth, and see it says we need to obey the word. In James 1:22 it says, "But but be ye doers of the word, do not hearers only." Deceiving your own selves. Church, we need to just obey God's words. So faith without works is dead. And D, we need to deliver the word. In 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, All scripture is given by interpretation of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness. In Mark 16, 15, it says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. In Romans ten, seventeen, it says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So the duty of a watchman is to receive, to study, to obey, and to deliver the Word of God. And then, so we have the duty, and now we have the watchman's desire. A desire for the lost. You know, God has really touched my heart this past week. He has shown me that I need to have more compassion for others and for their lost souls. You know, why is it that we only become concerned with someone's soul is when they're on their deathbed? I want a heart like Paul's. And in Romans 10:1, if you want to turn there, you don't have to. It says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. I desire a heart like Paul's. There's so many that walk among us that are lost and undone in a dying world. And I do believe it's sad that it takes for someone to get a call and say, hey, such and such is in some bad shape. Such and such at the hospital, they don't think he's going to make it. She's going to make it. Oh, man, are they saved? I'm, I'm worried about their soul. Why weren't we worried about their soul? While they were at home. And there was nothing wrong with them. I want a desire to pray. In Philippians 4.6 it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God pray without ceasing. You know, I desire to be a prayer warrior. In Hebrews 11:6 You know, I'll back up a little bit. So a watchman's desire should have a desire for the lost, a desire to pray and a desire to have faith. In Hebrews eleven six it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In Ephesians 2 8 through nine it says, For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. A watchman should desire faith. Three. A watchman's defense. See, a watchman should want to defend their position. 2 Thessalonians 2.15 says, Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold that traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or epistle. Church, can I say we should defend our position? For there are people who want to take it from you. There are people out here that demand that we bow to their false doctrines and their theories. But a watchman should stand fast and hold your position. A watchman should defend their home. In Joshua 24:15, it says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord... Choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods, little g, which your fathers served, that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods, little g, of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let's defend our home From wickedness. Parents, grandparents. You should watch what you let into your homes. Because you know you're accountable for what enters it. You're accountable for what your children hear. Your grandchildren hear. Your are accountable for what they see and for what they do. Now, when they turn 18, they're accountable. And then my last point. Dwell as a watchman. Dwell means to remain for a time. A watchman should dwell in the Scripture and allow God to dwell in them. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. A watchman should dwell in the house of the Lord. Psalms 27 4 says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. You know, God, preacher says this all the time. He says, every message is like a piece of cake, right? And there's a slice for each one of you. You just got to be here to get that piece of cake. You know, (laughs) just as a watchman in his tower, when he dwells in the tower, he is able to see the danger approaching and if he is absent, the danger or threat will pass through. So a watchman needs duty, the desire, his defense, and he needs to dwell there. So, knowing this now, my prayer is that we can go out into the world being the best watchman that we can be. You can't be a watchman if you're not saved. And if you're not and you need to be saved, we can stop now and address the issue. Because I've blown my trumpet here tonight. Now it's up to you to take this warning. Your blood shall not be on my hands. Preacher.